Welcome to The Horse, a show hosted by longtime Yukoners Dan Bushnell and Jenny Hamilton. On this show, we talk to a diverse collection of people about living in the Yukon, what brought them here, why they stay or have left, but mostly, we like to talk about what truly makes them tick. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show coming to you from the Yukon's capital, Whitehorse, or as it's known to the locals, The Horse. Hello, Dan. Hello, Jenny. How are you today? Not too bad. Sun's coming out. Looking good. Um, I uh, have this thing, and I don't know what's up with it lately, mm-hmm. but I have managed to hook my toe on things so that when I'm r- running through the house, which I run more than you would expect. Right. When I'm running through the house, I hook my toe on stuff. Right. So that it bends my toe way oh, out to the side. Oh, God. And... Um, I have unquestionably a broken toe on my right foot. Right. But I think two. I think two of them are broken. One of them has gone black. Oh, that's not good. So that toe is broken for certain. The toe beside it is also very dark Dark? and swollen. And like the both of them are very swollen. But uh, I am amazed by the fact that I have become so used to this. Right. That I said to Sarah... Oh man, that toe's broken for sure now. And she was, she's like, "What's that?" And I was like, "I think I that toe just broke." Right. And she ignored it because I wasn't freaking out. Because you've been used to doing because this I've been stubbing my toe oh. so much in the past couple weeks that, that I've stopped reacting. It's just like oh, this I'm is, just like oh, now it broke. And then when I took my socks off last night, Sarah was like, "Good God!" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, and what can they do for I a broken you, toe? I, I, nothing. Yeah, nothing." Right. That's what Sarah said. She's like, what can we do for a broken toe? And I said, leave it, watch it, make sure it doesn't get yeah. too weird. Right. You know? Or but any I mean, weird, don't stub it again. You know what? You don't run through the house anymore? I am, I am, because it's broken. Right. I'm consistently aware of it. Yes. So like right now I'm sitting here and I'm aware of aware my toe. Of it. it's, it's singing to you. It's an interesting thing when you become aware of your toes, though. How often are you aware of your toes? Only um, when I have I have one that pops out of joint every once in a while. Yeah. Um, because they're twin toes. Little twin toes. <laughs> Thanks, genetics. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, or when you stub them. Then you're yeah, very aware. Very aware. Right? Like and you'll I, pull your own eye out just to make the other pain go away. That's... Well, because I've been so aware of my toes... Yeah. I started thinking about people with foot fetishes. Oh, bleh. I get it. I get it. I have a foot repulsion. We've spoken you about know, this prior. Well, you know what I think is interesting? It's like when you think of fetishes and you think of phobias... Yeah. I think they're coming from the same place. It must be. I mean, I know there is... For me, when I meet people... I tend to look at their hands. Mm. I'm. It, it's not that I have a fetish for hands, mm-hmm. but I recognize people by their hands. Hmm. Um, I also notice if people have the same kind of hands. There's different shapes, and yeah. Um, of course, then eventually you look at their eyes, <laughs> right? So I, I get it. I'm, I have a fascination with hands, um, but not a fetish. Well, but I, it's a, probably a fine line. I think it is a fine line because yeah. I mean, like. There's no rational reason to be afraid of, like, in Canada, to be afraid of a spider. 
No. Right, like, I mean, no. you can kill any spider Well, definitely not in the Yukon. But people will run screaming from the spider. Right, I've, uh, and Becky's changed over the years. She used to run away, and now we were in the garage, like, oh, look, little spider. And then he just crawled into our wall. They're inexplicable, though, phobias, and I think fetishes are the same way, yeah. where it's like, people are like, I can't believe that you're attracted to that. Well, why am I afraid of mice? Yeah. Right? Like, it doesn't... Those, like I outweigh some things, it. Yeah, some things don't make sense. No. You know? But it, it's probably back in the day, you know? Who like knows? Spiders were not good for humans from where yeah. we originated. That's right. Um, it's like, why are cats afraid of cucumbers? Because they think they're snakes. Well, I don't think that's true. Well, it depends on the cat. If you walk up to any cat and you put something behind it that it didn't know was there, I don't care if it's a cucumber. I don't care if it's your phone. Or I don't care if it's your shoe. <laughs> yeah. Right? The cat's going to turn around, see something that wasn't, wasn't there, there before, Magic. and it's going to go, what the hell? Right? right? Where like, the fuck did this come from? And yes. I have two cats, so I yeah. I have definitively you've, proven you've this. You've practiced this. Yeah, I've yeah. done it yeah. lots. Like, yes. I my you know, my yeah. poor cats are constantly finding things behind them. Right. And it doesn't matter what it is. If I put a bottle cap behind Phasia that he didn't know was there, right. I literally put a plastic <laughs> cap from the bottle of Coke behind Phasia. He turned around and saw it and leapt three feet in the air. Of course he did. What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then he landed, realized it was a bottle cap, beat yeah. the shit out of it. Yeah. Chased it down the hall. He took ownership of it. Yep. But you know, because mm. my sister's like, they think it's a snake. And I'm like, you don't know what a cat thinks. I don't thinks. know what a cat thinks. You have no idea. Yes. And there is no snake in the world that looks like a cucumber. And have you ever seen a cat with a snake? I know. They are delighted I know. to see a snake because they will kill them and they're good at it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, cats are good at killing snakes. Yeah. If anyone has ever lived around snakes with cats right you know your cat will bring those things home oh exactly especially garter snakes garter snakes they just love yeah yeah our cat used to eat them yeah you'd all you would find is uh the uh spine okay yes they would just chew all the meat off of yeah it. yeah yeah lots of fun <laughs> there we that now we're in the middle of like snakes and phobias right? spiders <laughs> i've always wondered about you know um the the fetish of watching people sit on stuff, like balloons and cakes. I don't get that one either. I'm like, first of all, I don't get the balloon thing. Maybe it's the, ex the excitement. It, I think it's the anticipation of it a but popping. But cake? What a waste of cake. You know, is it because you want that cake now? Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious about it. But not, yeah. Yeah, not so much that, like, I don't understand it. I There's don't. a lot of strange farting porn. Kirsty got oh, in a okay. thing where she farting was... Farting porn. She was just, like, deep diving strange fetishes and... <laughs> Came across a lot of farting stuff that I, I just was horrified by. Right. And I mean, but that's... That's out there. I don't know why people are into what they're into. Right. I'm not here to tell you you're wrong. No, I'm just... I find that interesting. I'm I'm fascinated yes. by it. I mean, as a farter, I do fart. My wife hates it. I, yeah. I know people who giggle about it, but... Well, in part okay. of the podcast with Katja, I was talking about how my fetish is vagina. That's right. not actually true. Right. My fetish is intercourse. Exactly. Right, is I just, that a fetish? I just like to have regular sex. I think right. it's I think it's super fun and I enjoy it. Yeah. So it's, I don't know if that's a fetish. I don't know if it's a fetish either, but I mean, it comes down to for me, it's like any other End goal, any other kink that someone has going on. Fine. I'm like, yeah, if that's what it takes to satisfy you, that's great. Yeah. What I like, yeah, is intercourse. Yes. So. That's great. Let's do the thing that you like, and we'll get everybody worked up, and then we'll have intercourse, yeah, and I'll and then be we'll get super to, thrilled. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. give and take. 
You know right. what I find super <laughs> disgusting? The word intercourse. Yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know if I find it disgusting. I think a space. <laughs> I feel like it horrifies me. It horrifies me, the word intercourse. <laughs> There's something about it where it... When I hear myself say intercourse, like, I feel like I'm in trouble. <laughs> right? I feel like that's like something that is said in a, a legal fashion. Right. Or when you're in trouble from your teacher. Yes. Or, you know what I mean? To me, that is an authoritarian person going, we caught them having intercourse. With their penis and vagina. Yeah, like that. Right? Those so, two words, too. Like, when those words are brought out, you're like, oh, God, this is you know, the talk. The penis thing. Like, it's creepy. I don't want to hear it. No. Yeah. No. I was talking to my mom about that the other day. Mm -hmm. Because my mom was in here. And, and um, I... My aunt used to have this thing about listening in on the phone back in the day. Back when you could. Yeah. So yeah. you would, every time you got on the phone, my aunt would be on the other <laughs> other end of the line. And my mom, uh, at the time I lived with my mom, my aunt, and my grandmother. Right. And uh, they decided to have a conversation with me about condoms. <laughs> As I was leaving the house, I think oh. I was 14 years old. Oh, good because, timing. Yeah, because my aunt was listening on the other end of the line and then got in my mom's face. Oh, no. About, you need to have a talk with Daniel about condoms. <laughs> so, when you're a 14-year-old boy. Right. Having a conversation with your mom about condoms, very uncomfortable. Yes. Having a conversation with your mom and your aunt about condoms. Right. Even more uncomfortable. That's her grandma so in your there? grandmother in there who was deeply, deeply religious. <laughs> Absolutely right? terrible. Right? Like you don't oh, know your stance on condoms. I, I don't know a time in my life other than me saying intercourse 20 times in a row there <laughs> that I've been more horrified with myself. I was so upset. Right? And like I'll just never have sex. Oh, Can we just quit talking? It was awful. Yes. It was awful. And Ray's is happening, is happening. My friend walks in mm -hmm. and Adam being the helpful son of a bitch that he is. <laughs> Walked in and said, uh, oh, he has a whole pocket full of them. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and I was Shut mortified. Mortified. And I said, no, I don't. And he said, yes, I, yes, you do. You have a whole pocket full. And then he went in my pocket and he, he started rest, went to pull one out. And I tried to stop him. And it just led to a condom spiraling <laughs> through the air in slow motion and landing in the center of the living room floor. Yes. I had to bend over and pick a condom up in front of my grandmother. <laughs> I stood back up without looking at anybody mm -hmm. and left. No shit. I didn't wait to see if Adam was coming. No. I just turned and just left. Like, Fuck you, buddy. I just was like, I'm fucking gone. Yes. And I just left. I was mortified. Right. I was absolutely mortified. That's funny. Because I think when I was that age, the word condom horrified me. Yeah. Because my mom's like, remember, always use condoms. And I'm like, I am not having sex with guys. No. So gross, eh? <laughs> yeah. But I can't tell you that. I can't tell you. Breathe in, breathe out, mama. I'm not going to get pregnant. <laughs> I know which was her big fear. You know what? Here's the thing with condoms. And I don't know how many people that are young listen to this podcast. Liam. Yeah. Hi, but Liam. Um, for me, growing up in a time where people were dying yeah. from sexually transmitted uh, illnesses. Yes. You wore condoms. You it did? had nothing to do with pregnancy. Like No. We, no. People saying something to me about pregnancy, like they're like, Well, I'm on the pill. I don't give half a shit. No. No. You know, like I don't care. We're wearing condoms until uh 
we until we decide we're going to be monogamous enough to both get blood tests. Exactly. You know, and that yeah. used to be hot. That's how you knew your relationship was getting hot when someone would be like, "Hey, uh, you want to go to the clinic and get, get some blood tests? We should get some tests." You knew it. there was like, "Oh yeah, that was hot. This, this is good. That was a hot moment, right?" Young people today, they'll never understand the hotness of getting a blood test. <laughs> <laughs> How's, how's your relationship going? We got blood tests. Oh, we went, yeah, that right? meant something. Wow, yeah. that meant something. It's commitment in the nineties. That, <laughs> that had a thing. Yeah, yeah, we got blood tests the other day. Oh shit, seriously? Mm-hmm. That's like that was that was more wow. important than meeting someone's mom. Exactly. Yeah, you meet the family after mm-hmm. after you get the results. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because I mean, let's face it: meeting their mom isn't going to kill you. No. No. You know. Yes. Mixing fluids. It definitely could yeah. and did a lot of the times. Do you so, think that the term chemistry comes from the fact that we were mixing fluids? I wonder. I wonder. They've got a lot of chemistry. Right? <laughs> Pouring juice from beaker to beaker. <laughs> oh, the chemistry between Be those two. Yes. They're just exchanging <laughs> fluids up and down the joint. Right? Just liquids on everything. <laughs> yes. Okay, a friend of mine the other day posted, or sent me a photo that their stepsister had posted. Right. Where they had what appeared to be dry cum all over their face. Oh, my God. Thanks and, for posting. And the, there was a picture of them dressed up and smiling. Mm-hmm. And they said... Uh, and the caption was the night before versus the morning after. Right. And I have so many questions. Right. Who goes to sleep with cum on their face? <laughs> First of all, I don't know. I don't know. I, use a Why? t-shirt. Right. Use use the pillowcase. Something. Right. Right. Like I mean. I have a beard. Right. If there's too much moisture in my beard, mm-hmm. I don't want to sleep with that. No, no. Well, you know, I will like take yeah. a second. Yeah. And go and wash. If you're having having sex and you're not peeing afterwards, what are you thinking about? Right. Like, you know, ugh. kids these days. Gosh, darn I, it. You know, I like. Although this is also happening in the old folks homes. The you know what? The old folks, but the old folks don't give a shit. Well, That's the difference. They don't care. Well, the other things hurt more. <laughs> Probably. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we all know that old folks' homes are basically... Just humping hotels. They're, yeah, they're just porn sites. Yeah. Like. Actually, it's it, from what I understand, it's a whole bunch of older women and just one guy that's like, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired, ladies. Piss yeah. off. Well, and I'm not men saying die that, first. Well, and I don't. I'm not saying that they these women are like lining them up for sex. They just want companionship. Yeah. But there's one for every twenty women. That's the problem is because yeah. guys are all dead. Yes. You know. So I can't wait to get to the old folks' home. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm, you know, something to look forward to. You know what? <laughs> I, and I'll never make the old folks home. I won't make it. I probably won't either, but I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I just had uh, the registration for the for the cars put in Sarah's name. Right. Because, I mean, let's face it, like, she's going to have to sort that stuff out. You know? Like, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
guys. It's not like it's, I'm going to be around. It's not like that a broken much toe, Dan. You know. <laughs> I know. The broken. Uh, but watch it because you don't want it to go. It starts with a broken toe. It ends with gangrene. Yes, you don't want to have to lose it. It is phenomenally itchy right now. That toe. It's healing. Itch is healing. Oh my goodness, it's itchy. Right. I stubbed it so bad and pulled it out of the side so bad the other day. I tore the skin in between the oh, two toes. Oh, God. You know Why does it make me feel weak hearing You know when it? you stub your toe and, the, and it bleeds? That's a oh, bad time. That is. That it's is. a bad time. And uh, and you make weird noises that you didn't know your body could make. Oh. I, like, I can't even do them. I uh, just <laughs> I stubbed it bombing down the hall. Right. I was playing chase with Fejo and, and Benjamin. <laughs> yes. Benjamin and I were chasing Fejo because yeah. he's a rocket ship and you can't catch him. <laughs> right. And in the middle of it all, I stubbed my toe. Fuck. And I, what I did was I hopped a little bit mm -hmm. through the bathroom mm -hmm. into our bedroom and I just fell on the bed. Yes. And I just laid on the bed <laughs> until I felt that I could stand up again. Until your vision came back. Yeah, I just. Your heart quit pounding and I don't think I made neck. a sound. I just laid there. You're just like, oh. Just going. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, it's bad. When yeah. you're not making any noise. When there's no noise and yeah. that much pain. It yeah. was bad. I, yeah. I suffered. I suffered. Oh, yeah. And then I had to think about foot fetishes. And I was like, okay, I was now, like, yeah, how would people now get I'm thinking into this? about this. <laughs> you know what gets me too, right, is like, the, I always think about the spider thing because um, uh, Sarah has a, part of the reason we have a dog, part of the reason we've interacted with dogs is because Sarah is phobic of dogs. Yeah. When I say phobic, I mean the same irrational fear that people have of mice and spiders and things like that. Right. Right? Clowns just, or whatever. Just in a bigger body. Yeah. Sarah has that about dogs. Yeah. So when someone decides to bring their dog to the store mm -hmm. where the dog should never be. Right. You're imposing your dog not only on people with allergies, but, but on people that are possibly phobic unless, of your dog. Unless your dog is uh, a guide dog, a service dog. Yeah. Leave them, yeah, because I know people that bring their dogs in to the store I work at. All the time. And they're never, I'm going to say, they're never dogs that seem to be good. No. They're like, she's really like, she's, she's fine. She's just shaking and nearly pissing herself because she loves people. No, no, she doesn't. You know what? Right? She, she's biting I, at people. I don't even care. No. Like, you don't bring your dog, dog. You don't bring your dog to a store. You don't bring your dog to someone else's house. Right. If you're bringing your dog to someone else's house, Talk you need to do it with permission. Yeah. You don't just show up. Your dog is just not invited. Right. You know, because like walking down the millennium trail right the amount of times i've come home with a torn coat or mud all over me i know because of somebody's dog yeah and i mean do, do they ever offer to pay for my coat no. no they don't and i have no problem um pushing a dog down or giving it a boot no but man their owner sure have a fucking problem with that i'm it's different if your dog is on a leash yeah. i'm gonna ask you to deal with the dog if your dog just comes running up at me, jumps up on me, I will push it down. Anywhere within it, the city limits of Whitehorse. Yeah. Except for the dog park or a designated area. Yeah. Is leash te territory. It's yes. all on leash. But they were you hunters. They're, oh, it's dog town. Everybody has a dog. All the dogs are great. I'm like, really? No, How did that go well great. in some of our communities? Yeah, they're not great. No. That's why people get bitten by dogs. Yeah, Sarah, and, it's, and it's not the dog's fault. Sarah's been bitten by, and this is a woman with a phobia. Right. Sarah's been bitten by dogs, once riding her bike, twice while walking. Wow. And uh, 
you know, she's walking along and a dog ran, ran up behind her and bit her in the leg. Right. Another dog ran up and she was obviously afraid and the dog got freaked out and bit yeah. her. And then uh, she was riding her bike down the street and a dog ran out and bit her. Yeah. Three times. How many times Sarah got bitten in Vancouver? Zero. Zero. Because they're, they they enforce the laws. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I own a dog. Yeah. I do not feel that I have the right to impose that dog on anyone else. Right. So my comparison to that is I want to purchase a bag of spiders. Right. Walk down the Millennium Trail. Just throw spiders and in? And yell, don't worry, he's friendly. <laughs> Every time I see a person, I'm just going to throw a spider right at them and go, don't worry, he's friendly. He's friendly. <laughs> he's totally fine. Right. But you say that and people are horrified. That is exactly what you're doing to Sarah. Right. Yes. That's exactly what you're doing to her. You're throwing plus, a spider at her. Plus people who come tell me their dog is, don't worry, he's friendly. You're fucking lying most of the time. You know what? I your dog is not well-trained or behaved. And I don't give a shit. No. I don't give a shit if your dog's friendly. No. You know I what I mean? Like, if you. I want to, if I want to pet your dog or hang out with your dog, I will speak to you about it. Yes. If I want to go hang out with dogs, I'll phone me backer yeah. and be like, "Can I go walk some of your dogs or roll around with the puppies?" That's different. Absolutely. That's a, that's a life choice. It's this, I, if I'm on the millennial trail, I'm going for a walk. What kills me about this is like, Sarah acknowledged. I've been with Sarah for 22 years. Yes. Within the first couple of years that we were together, Sarah acknowledged that she had a phobia of dogs. Yeah. And said, you know, I, it developed when I was a little kid. Yeah. It's, I've had it my whole life. So her way of dealing with that was to go and take all the courses at the SPCA mm-hmm. and volunteer dog walk for the SPCA. Right. She was walking like problem pit bulls. Right. You know, like those pit bulls that are bought and raised by assholes. Yeah. That should yeah. never own a dog, yeah. much less a dog that I know. has a I've reputation. I've got relatives that are dealing with those rescues. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. And Sarah would walk the hardest dogs. Yeah. And, and, she you, and you need to be a certain kind of person to do that. Like I said, I've got a cousin and a, and a sister that's that adopted these, these people that are dedicated. They're dog people. Yeah. Yeah. I won't do it because I'm not a dog person. And Sarah did it to overcome this phobia to the point where we now own a dog. Yeah. And if you follow on social media, um, yeah, she is. She's obsessed with that dog. She loves him to death. And he's obsessed back. Absolutely. It's beautiful to see them together. And they go to school together. And And it's still not fair to impose your dog on that woman. No. That's not right. Because she's also, good with Benjamin and she's pretty good, but she still has that phobia. So yes. every time a dog rushes her, it's a fight for her to not freak out. Exactly. I you feel know? the same way about babies. Yeah, I mean. Do not ask me to hold your baby. You know what I like I about th- babies? They're not mine and they go home. Uh, nothing. There's nothing about babies I like. I will have to say it. Um, <laughs> there isn't. They're loud. They take away attention. Why the fuck am I here if you, some kid's going to pull attention? And, I mean, but I don't want to hold your baby because, A, I don't have, I don't know how. Even if I did, I have this, I have a phobia that I'm going to hurt this kid unintentionally. Like, for some yeah. reason, I'm going to just hold it and his head's going to pop off. Or no. I'm just going to shake it. because You're not the only person that no. I've heard that from. And it's like, I don't want... I, I'm not not everybody fucking cares about babies nope. they have no personalities when they're like when they grow personality at a certain age let's hang out but and I mean I, I know people who love babies and all the I, more to you I'm a fan I know you are. I, I like yeah. babies yeah but I mean I like babies um 
because uh, I like the way they light up right. when they laugh. Right. And I'm and pretty, that's never happened when I'm they're in my arms. pretty good at making them laugh. Yeah, see, in my arms, you know, they squirm like squirrels. Yeah, I, you know, I where mean, I can hold a cat or a puppy. I, you know, what asleep. I think it is though is like, I uh, grew up where I'm a lot older than my younger siblings. Yeah. So I grew up carrying babies, changing diapers, doing yeah. all that stuff, where um, I constantly had a kid. Right with me yes for for years yes like you know and i mean until they were not kids until they were kids yeah yeah and um so it wasn't uncommon (laughs) to see me you know at 15 years old with a toddler oh exactly you know i I was toting kids around all the time yeah and um and uh both my sisters were delightful babies yeah oh i'm sure there's great babies you know? out there but just you know yeah oh god my grandson yeah like little odes right what a great baby nice that he had a, i will say though he had a hole in his heart yeah that made him real sleepy yes and so it took a while before he got that hole fixed so right. basically that kid just slept easy and when baby. he wasn't sleeping he laughed yeah Nice. Yeah. Nice. He would wake up and be yeah. like, hey, how's it going? Glad to be here. And he would laugh and then you would fall back asleep. Yeah. And that's you know? fine. They, they fixed that hole in his heart and he was awake more. Yes. But he was still very pleasant. Exactly. No, it's you different, know? you know, like I don't mind holding relatives. You have to get used to them. Yeah. Like anything But just, else. you know, I, I've been, in, we went to a festival a few years back and somebody I just met, I mean, she was a single mom. I found this out after, but she's like, you want to hold my baby? And I was like, uh, um, and then went to our friend, Carolyn, do you want to hold my baby? And I love Carolyn. Her answer was, fuck no. You know what? <laughs> Which I wish I could be more like, and I'm learning. Carolyn is solid she that way. She is, yes. It's it's that old, uh, I have to re- look this quote up. I always attribute it to H.L. Mencken. Right. I looked over there for my book because uh, it's on my shelf at home. And right. I'm like, I'm not at home. Right. But, um. <laughs> H.L. Mencken had this quote. He has a bunch of great quotes, but one of the quotes was, uh, freedom is saying no to a dinner invitation right. without making an excuse. Yeah. And it's impossible. Try it. Well, I know Carolyn could. Or, or probably has. I'm sure Carolyn has, but yeah. we're not powerful like Carolyn. Well, fuck no. Like, okay. Jenny, you want to come over for dinner tonight? No. Because. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Why not? When it, or, why? or, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. if you say no, you'll always be like, no, I have a the thing. thing. And There's it just, uh, yeah. there, I have a skin condition. <laughs> right. It I, could get I have an food. allergy to food. Yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> yes. Right. Like, you know, but I mean, you're, you never just say no. 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 Speaking of food, with summer coming, what are you, ex- what are you excited about? Let's see. I mean, I, um, Really indulged a hot dog thing over the last couple of days. Okay. Because I actually really like a hot dog. I do too. And uh, I dove into that pretty hard. My big one in the summer is chicken on the rotisserie. Oh, like on the barbecue rotisserie? Yeah. Yes. That's my that's my thing. Nice. Anything cooked on a rotisserie, I'm pretty happy with. Yes. I bought a rotisserie and uh, like I bought a barbecue and then I bought the rotisserie attachment. Yes. And somebody was like, why do you need... And I was like, stop talking to me. You and I can't be friends now. Right. <laughs> you, you have know? to draw. You have to know. Oh, my God. 
And I get even real, cooking is I get amazing. real crazy with it. Yeah. I will, I will straight up fry things in chicken grease. Nice. Because I'll just take the chicken mm-hmm. and I'll put it on the rotisserie and get it spinning. And then I'll cut up a bunch of potatoes and I'll throw it underneath the uh, well, thing. Yeah. And then I just talk, I just turn them. Yeah. And they just sit there and fry in chicken grease. Brilliant. It's yep. lovely. Yes. So, I mean, the, I like rotisserie stuff. I'm a, I'm a fan of a burger, mm-hmm. just like a nice burger. Nice. But I mean, you got to cook a burger well. You do. You do. You know? And, uh, but I, what I like more than anything, to be honest, is just eating outside. Right. I don't care what Being you're outdoors. eating. Yeah. I think eating something outside, no matter what it is. Yeah. Tastes better. It does. I think you get extra oxygen. You know, there's something about it, right? Yeah. So yeah, it could be the air. Or, yeah. But I, I love eating outside. I love sitting outside. I like having a drink outside. Yes. I think it's you know? being outside. Yes. Yeah. So if you're eating or drinking outside, it means you didn't have to take the time to go inside to do it. You're spending more time outside. And I, I love it. What are you going to cook? Well, I am planning on building a smoker barbecue mm. out of those two barrels I have. Nice. So it'll probably take me all bloody summer. I'm hopefully be able to use it in August. You have a plasma cutter? I do not, but um, I have patience. <laughs> so what? So what you're saying is we should source a plasma cutter? Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, you, do you know a time in my life when I didn't want a plasma I know. cutter? I'm just like, where the fuck am I going to put it? <laughs> They're not that big. Oh, that's it's true. About the same size as your Mig. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I got to design that, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna barbecue. I, I like to do up low and slow, like 18 yeah. hours, eight to 18 hours, depending on what I'm doing. And it is when I cook, it's usually an all day thing. Mm-hmm. I've never seemed to be able to put a meal together real quick. It's like, guess what? I'm cooking today. We're good for two weeks. <laughs> well, but I I like that. Yeah, because I mean, I I do like the low and slow as well. I've been wanting to build. A barbecue in the backyard out of bricks. I know. I've got a, yeah. And I'm going to be building more uh, gardening beds, like raised ones, Mm -hmm. um, because I just want to garden, have gardens and gardens and gardens. You know, and the older you get. and Well, and I've taken them completely off the ground. They're four feet off the ground. Yeah, because then you don't have to bend. I don't have to bend. I bought these. Uh, I'm going to do some more gardening on the deck. So ultimately what comes from that will be... Am I canning it? Am I drying it? Well, I'm definitely eating it while it's fresh too. Well, underneath your um, underneath your garden bed becomes storage. You keep your pots and stuff yes. down there, and yeah. extra bags of soil or whatever you're doing. Right yeah, now. it's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, so I've just been making those out of wood people threw away. I've got yeah. a couple in the back. I'll probably make a couple more. I found out years ago that you can. Um, if you go to a place that gets metal delivered, steel and stuff, yeah, all of the stuff comes in on hardwood pallets, right? And a lot of it's coming from overseas, right? So it's and good hardwood. Yeah, yeah. I found a hardwood pallet that was entirely um, Brazilian cherry. Oh, beautiful! I was just like, oh, there you go. Yeah. So I mean, you spend a minute pulling nails. Yeah. Well, everything I work with has nail holes. It's part of the reason I bought that planer. Right. Start running stuff through the planer. Where you go? Well, you know what? I think sometimes because um, I did buy a hand planer, and now I've bought uh, a sander, disc sander, and a belt sander. That's all a desk because I was hand sanding, sanding everything, and it was. No. I had a good forearm, <laughs> but, 
but I was getting three things done in a season. Yeah. Um, I like the look of the, the the holes from the nails or the screws sometimes. Me too. And it, it proves to me like this is something that I can be reused. It yeah. doesn't always have to hit the landfill. No. And yeah. you know what? Two things are never garbage, man. Wooden people. Right? Right. Like... There's no matter how short you are, use. there's always a use. Yeah, there's always another use. Even if you just use the wood to warm your home. Exactly. Right? It's the, like I will keep know. tiny little pieces and I throw them in a bucket. Absolutely. And then we take it camping. It's good kindling. That's it. Yeah. There's no, you know, there's like. There's no excuse for no excuses. any kind of lumber hitting no. the landfill. No, it should never, never happen. No. You know, um, I was just thinking about something. <laughs> what the heck was I thinking about? I was going to take this somewhere. There was I had a whole plan about wood. Wood. Like, I was talking food, and I went right to wood. You know why? They, but that's because I want to do... go hand in hand. Yeah. Well, it's I, construction stuff. I yeah. wanted to build a tandoori as well. Mm-hmm. Just because, why not? Why not right? play with it? Exactly. You know? And, I mean, get out there. Yeah. Try new things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and just see, what, see what's up. Yeah. Service dogs. Service dogs? Just because your dog makes you feel better and helps you with your anxiety no. does not make it a service dog. No, these dogs go through a lot of training, a yeah. lot of training, and they start when they're puppies. I know they're this. They're trained specifically my, to uh, be that. My nephew has a service dog. Um, so, like, who's been retired now for a long time. Um, still the family. Now he's the family dog. But yeah. the training runs so deep. Uh, a vole ran into grandma's house, ran right in front of this Labrador. And he did nothing because he is trained that way. Any other dog would have been at it. Would have been all over He just watched it go because he was trained from a puppy. Yeah. Do not be distracted. Do not let it, you know, he's everything I hope humanity can be. He believes that other living things have purpose and you shouldn't harm it. (laughs) But yeah, just this emotional dog shit or animal. There's a lot of people that will try to take their dogs on planes for that reason take their dogs into public spaces for that reason they say it's my emotional support animal yeah i know a lot of people who like to travel with their dogs um so they buy a vest and claim that so they don't have to pay for the dog's exactly. ticket and it's exactly it's like it's a loophole douchebaggy kind of thing to do it's, you know i'm talking about you if you're listening you know who you are you know what it's the definition of privilege it is like, where you think you have the right to impose something on other people because it makes you feel better right this makes me feel better so you have to suffer yeah, you know yeah. what makes me feel better? Smoking on a plane makes me feel better. Yeah, lots I'm of not shit. Gonna do it. Lots of shit that you don't want me to do in front of you. Right. The things that make me feel better, you don't want to see me doing. No, it doesn't you mean know? that I should have be, be, have the right. To. I don't have. The this right is my to. emotional support cigarette. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and cocktail. That's my thing with that's my thing with the masks. Right. People, are, I'm not wearing a mask. It's like, why do I have to wear pants then? Right. I hate, I hate wearing pants. pants and I hate wearing socks. Right. So, yet I love wearing socks and I wear shorts. You like wearing socks? I, uh, I, like, again, foot repulsion, but my feet are like, they're as soft as babies. Because it's you wear socks. Socks and Constantly. shoes. Like, yeah. I'll wear them in the house. It's very rare to see me barefoot. Just having this conversation makes me want to take my socks off. Right. And I understand that. I do. I trained Benjamin mm-hmm. to take my socks off. <laughs> That's good to know when I, just, I come to visit. Yeah, so he doesn't tend to do it to other people. Oh, but well, that's good. But sometimes he forgets himself and he'll take off your sock. Right. He doesn't eat them. 
No, he just takes them he off. He takes them off and he drops them. Then, he, but he'll take one off, right? And he comes for the for the other one. Yes, it is a bit of a thing right now because <laughs> of the broken toe. I bet. Where he will grab my socks and it hurts a little bit. Yes, but yes. I mean, I gotta say, I've had I broke I broke a toe really badly once. Right. And um, that was upsetting. Yeah. This isn't too bad. Okay. I've dislocated toes. Mm, that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that that toe did so much I, uh, in my life. I was talking to a doctor once about sprains, and, they, and the doctor told me the sprains actually are a lot more painful than they a broken bone. Be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a, an actual broken bone. Yeah. Sprains seem to be like they just stretched everything out. Yeah, apparently it's uh, it's vastly more painful. Yes. Road dog music. Can we talk about that for a second? Okay. So in Whitehorse here, we have Road Dogs and the uh, coffee shop. Yes. And there are uh, two businesses working in the same space, mm-hmm. both owned by by um, local women. Right. Both completely worth supporting. Yeah. If you're in Whitehorse, Where I don't care. Are? If you think you need a ukulele, you need it. Oh, Go yes. in and buy it. Go and buy a guitar. Have a coffee while you're there. Grab some great pastries. Right. But go in and support those two. They're both really great. And um, and where are they located? They're on 3rd and Black. Okay. Strickland. Right. They're on 3rd Avenue. On 3rd. Okay. By the fruit stand. There you go. Around the corner from the sex shop. Right. In the same building? Is that uh, a- yeah, same oh, building. Yeah. So around the corner. In the old terra firma space. Okay. Yeah. Which is now green screen, which is next door and smaller. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love how I've lived here my whole life. I'm like, um, roads. It's yeah, I'm trying to remember what right. street that is. Where is Black Street? I think it's I think Black. It is, I think it is Black, yeah. I think I was correct. I but think, I mean, I like, you are, yes. You know. Yes, because Strickland's a couple more over, I believe. Yes, yeah, th- I think it's third and Black. Okay. But um, definitely worth going. I go in there quite a bit. Nice. And uh, I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled that... Road Dogs is there. I'm thrilled that Willow started it. Yes. This this city is full of musicians. Oh, yes. And we amazing need, musicians. Yeah, and we need to support local. Yeah. And this isn't one of those bullshit things where there's a lot of businesses in town that are yelling support local, but right. what they mean is support me. Yeah, support me. They don't care if you, they don't care. Yeah, support yeah. me. Yeah. This is not that situation. No. Support local. Yeah. Go out there and support those businesses because both of those women are doing great work. Exactly. And they're wonderful folks. That's nice. You know, it's like Yukon Provisions. Have you been by there yet? No. So Yukon Provisions is in the industrial area. All right. In between, like, uh, it's in that little mall by Ajax. Okay, with the red roof? Yeah, with the red roof. Yes. And uh, it's in the old... Fred's showroom. Okay. So where Fred's plumbing and heating used to be. They're leaving up the sign. So Fred's showroom sign. Well, on social media, when it when it comes up to location, it says Fred's. Fred's. Yes. That yeah. place, I go there a lot. Yeah. And I don't go out. No, I. Yeah, that's why I haven't gone. You know, and I go there a lot. Yeah. You haven't gone because I'm there. Oh, I see. No, no, because <laughs> I don't go out. <laughs> but they go there a lot. Okay. And um, fantastic, landed bakehouse. Incredible sourdough bread. Right. They, um, they were hand laminating their croissanto, like their pastry flour. Oh, they were right. hand laminating it. Oh. They have since bought a laminator. But, yes. but they're still, like, they're not purchasing it. They're still making it. Yes. So croissants, 
They're doing Cornish pasties. He's the fellow who's done the Scotch eggs, right? The Scotch eggs. Oh. And, uh, nice. And he is doing beautiful and work. And doesn't he grind his own flour? He grinds his own flour. It's worth going. Yes. Right? And then Anne's Dumplings. Right, right there. Same thing, same yeah. building. And I mean, and Anne goes out of her way to not just make things that are beautiful and delicious, but she makes things that are beautiful, delicious, and she tells you about them. Right. Where they came from. Yeah. What it's about, the history of it. Like, and I find that so interesting and cool. Yeah, well, like, com commitment. This is where commitment. I get my ingredients. You know, this is where everything is. She gives a shit. Yes. You you know, you can walk into a superstore and buy some dumplings. Yes. Right? That were banged out in a factory. Yeah. Or you can go and buy some dumplings that were made by somebody that will tell you why they have this in them because of her grandmother where she lived here. Right. Is, you know, and to me, that's yes. that is worth every penny. That makes penny. them taste better. It's worth every penny. Yeah. Yeah, because she cares. Yes. Right, so I love that. And then, of course, um, Daddy's Donuts is in there. Nice. Daddy's Donuts are great. I'm a big fan of all of the donut businesses that are going on. Sour right. Donuts, fantastic. Yeah. Love those two. Daddy's Donuts, also fantastic. Love the folks running that. Nice. And the nice thing about both is they're different. Yeah. Yeah, they're not, it's not in direct They're not the same donuts. Like, no. they're different. They have different qualities. They have different textures. They have different flavors. Yes. So, I mean, for me... You buy both. <laughs> you buy both. You hit both. Yes. And then, uh, oh, and, and Mike with Landed Bakehouse. Right. Has been doing sandwiches and stuff. And they and all those businesses work together. I know. And they do lunch specials together and stuff. But they got a smoker in the back. Uh-huh. If you go in there and get some meat, like right. a, a bit of ham on a breakfast sandwich. It's been smoked there. They smoke that there. Nice. And it's all locally raised. Yes. Because those guys are local. The reason I even thought about it is those guys are local supporting local. Yes. The eggs they use. Local. The meat they use. Local. Every single thing. Yeah. Everything they can grab, local. Nice. Yeah. And then, and that, of course. And it works. And then, of course, Ben and Sid are in there. Yes. And Ben and Sid, like, Sydney is the, is the power behind the whole thing. Right. But Sydney is Yukon chocolate. Yeah. Yukon ice cream mm -hmm. and Yukon noodle. Right. And a massive supporter of local businesses. Yes. The food that they're producing there, the things that they're getting out of there, just incredible. Yes. It's a dynamic space. It's going to just get more interesting when they start banging out pizzas and stuff. Yeah. Cause they got the pizza shop they coming the in there. Yeah. Yep. It's just going to get better and better yeah. and better. It's like a one stop place. Oh my God. I and walk it's in not there, far from my work. I walk in there and get stuff all the time. Yeah. All the time because every week it's different. Nice. Well, that's it. They're using local fresh ingredients. Yeah. It will be different. When you have folks going in on stuff where it's like, we're going to use these noodles. We're going to make this. Mike's going to smoke some meat. We're going to put together this. And it's all like they did this donut breakfast sandwich the other day. Right. I think I saw that. It on. was bananas. Right. It was nice. bananas, like crazy, because uh, Alex from Daddy's Donuts took a donut and French toasted it. Oh, wow. And then they put beautiful cheese and meat. And nice. Yeah, I just, nice. I cried a little as right. I ate it, you know? Yes. But that being said, yes, we I, should probably sign Obviously, I'm out. hungry because I'm talking food. So everybody, please, if you're living in Whitehorse and you hear this, truly support local. Absolutely. Get out there. There's such great people. The new night market just opened up. Oh, yes. They're uh, great. You know, and as always, Wood Street Ramen. I yeah. mean, 
and pick a pepper. People seem to have forgotten about pick a pepper. Pick a- it is the bomb. Yes, and you can get it on um, delivered. You will never on hot shots or something. It's called. You'll like, never go to pick a pepper and and, and regret, and regret it. having eaten there. No, you no. know I've eaten a lot of stuff. Like I'll order pizza from Domino's and be like, I regret this. Yes, I'll eat pizza and be like, yeah, I regret. I've made I regret shit doing and regret. That. <laughs> I've yeah. gotten stuff from Pick a Pepper that I genuinely feel better. Yeah, it's after good. eating it. I feel like I just did something good for myself. Yeah, to do so, it. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Check it out. Yes. Awesome. All right, everybody. Thanks, Dan. See you. Well, that's it for this episode. We hope you had fun and maybe even learned something. The horse is brought to you by Molotov and Brick Tattoos and JL Hamilton Productions. Until next time, remember to be kind to yourself and to others. This was a Brain Freeze podcast.